You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. Hello, welcome to the RUV English podcast. My name is Darren Adam. Thank you very much for your time. I'm delighted to welcome a guest today who will be able to inform me about something of which I know absolutely little. Absolutely nothing is, in fact, I would go as far as to say cricket specifically, but sport in Iceland more generally, which has been something of a blind spot, I think, on the podcast so far. So let's rectify that with Bala Kamala Karan, who is the chair of the Icelandic Cricket Association, who joins me on the podcast today. Bala, hello, welcome. Oh, thank you, Darren. Great to have you here today. I wonder, is it common for people to be surprised when they learn that cricket is played to the extent that it is in Iceland? Actually, I don't think cricket and Iceland were ever used in a statement together for a long time until a, a group of people decided to play cricket. And yes, you're right. Every time we mention that we play cricket in Iceland, mm. almost uh, it's either disbelief or a burst of laughter yes. or uh, just uh, a a craze look saying that, what is cricket? But but here's the thing, because it is not just a niche activity now, certainly, as we'll get into. Your organisation, the Icelandic Cricket Association, on Twitter has 88,000 followers. That's correct. Katrin Jakobsdottir, the Prime Minister, is only got 47,000. Yes. So that's a lot of followers in a country of 360,000. Not all playing cricket, I guess, but it shows the interest is there. That's right. Um, so uh, I think... You know, uh, the last uh, maybe three years, we took a very uh, deliberate, concerted effort because we knew that cricket was a lot bigger than what is played in Iceland. And we knew there were a lot of fans who mm. basically were interested in cricket and they watch cricket, they comment about cricket and they discuss and debate and fight about everything related to cricket. And we created a persona on the social media forum mm. where we were kind of making fun of all the seriousness around <laughs> cricket because we are kind of like the onion of cricket, you know, <laughs> because, you know, when you really think about it, it's a game. We need to be having fun and enjoying and laughing about it. But everybody makes it so serious about the game because the, yeah. the game has become commercially very, very profitable. And I think in Iceland? Not just in Iceland, but everywhere else, mm. right? Because we are self-funded. You know, we're not associated with any of the sports authorities or clubs or anything like that. So we built it grassroots, kind of like a startup. But we obviously are working towards becoming uh, members with mm. the ICC, becoming members within the Sports Federation in, in Iceland to be the nodal body for cricket. Um, so... It is um, kind of like a grassroots initiative, but also more to show that you can build something mm -hmm. anywhere today. From nothing? <laughs> From nothing, really. <laughs> what is the history then of cricket? So, I mean, we... I mean, if you look at our Twitter handle, we'll say that we were the first country in the world to play cricket in the year 1911 or something from the sagas. There are stories of, uh, you know, some of the legends playing a game. Uh, but we don't know if it was cricket or not, but we say it's cricket. I would say <laughs> probably 2006, 2007. Okay, so it's grown really quickly. It's grown quite rapidly, um, but it was quite, um, should I say, pretty subdued for quite some time because mm. uh, there were not a lot of players. You know, uh, yeah. when I first played 
probably there was like maybe 10 or 11 of us who would play. Uh, we would play in Klamratun and, and, you know, it was fine. Uh, the British Embassy was one of the big sponsors for it because they brought us all the equipment and allowed us to play. And uh, one of the members from the Embassy was actually an avid cricketer. That's how it all started. And um, I kind of lost touch with the group because I started doing the Startup Iceland thing after 2010. Mm. I used to work for a bank, so all all that was uh, easy when mm. I was working. And but that's then, been another big part of your life as well, hasn't yeah, it? The Startup exactly. Iceland Startup Startup project. Iceland yeah. has been a big part of my persona. I, I've kind of founded it, built it, kind of built this whole startup community thing mm. and uh, brought a lot of interest and attention into the ecosystem. Uh, but that being said, you know, lots of others were contributors to that as well. Mm -hmm. Today, Iceland has a very vibrant startup community. So uh, I think 2015, I saw that uh, the first club was established, like cricket club. And I've been keeping touch with the group that has been part of this. And they formed a board. They kind of, you know, registered, started membership. And 2019 is when I got more seriously involved. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, um, at the same time, I would say, you know, timing is everything. It's the same time when Alvatech was building up. And uh, there was a bunch of uh, people from India and the subcontinent were working for Alvatech, who are also big cricket fans. It's a biotech company. So it is actually a company that is uh, making biosimilar drugs in Iceland. Okay. Kadir Narayanan, who's now the mm. chief manufacturing officer, he um, kind of was a cricketer and he had brought a bunch of people with him who are all cricketers. So we all you know, kind of uh, bonded uh, again in 2019, 2020. And then uh, there was a larger group that was forming. So um, at least um, I was uh, asked by the previous board to say, hey, you know, I think it's time you also joined and helped yes. us build cricket. And I thought it was time that I got involved and uh, I stood for the role of chairmanship. I was elected chairman. Again, we are elected uh, board. Yes. That means uh, officers have to stand for their role and have to come up with a manifesto and a vision on why they should be leading the organization. I wrote a piece um, in 2020, which is, again, one of the foundations of why I'm doing this. I really want to see Iceland, a cricket-playing nation. Mm. It can be done. Well, it looks like you're making tremendous and brisk progress towards that aim because there are four club teams now. actually uh or is that, is that there's a, a one correction we just announced the fifth team yesterday okay yeah so we now have five clubs okay over 120 players which now. is the new one it's called Gardabair glaciers okay yeah <laughs> so uh again uh, i know uh, my wife and other fellow Icelanders will look at me and say, there are no glaciers in Gardabair. Well, we say there's one now. <laughs> there, there isn't a volcano in Vestabair either, but yeah, you've got a Vestabair volcanoes. Yeah. Happen a few other hammers. Might be some hammers there, who knows? Yeah, but, uh, Wire puffins. And, and the, there uh, are no uh, puffins in Copenhagen. No, but, but there are Vikings in Reykjavik, which is the other team. So, that, so those are now the five club teams there. That's right. So that is a sizable increase just pretty much during our conversation, more or less. That's right. It seems. Which is your team? Copover. Okay. I play for Copover. Right. How often do you play? So we play every weekend. Uh, we train in Sporthuset while uh, in the winter and off season. And in the summer, we usually play in Vidistatun. 
but we are in discussions with a number of other local yeah. clubs to incorporate cricket into the into the fold so we can offer uh, youth training and we also have a big mission to bring women cricket now in mm. Iceland so so those are the two big ideas that we are starting to build up on I said at the start of the conversation that I know nothing about cricket and, and that's almost entirely true I do know whenever I sort of peripherally hear cricket commentary taking place. A phrase you hear quite a lot is rain stopped play. And, <laughs> you know, there is a bit of rain in Iceland from time to time. Oh, it does oh, rain uh, occasionally. In, in, in Iceland, we uh, we don't stop play even when there is rain. Right. We we play through rain. We play through the wind. We snow. play through... We usually don't play when there's <laughs> snow because, uh, you know, we play with white ball. It kind of makes yeah, it li- yeah, li- a little difficult. But that being said, we do have pink balls. We have red do- red ones too, so we can change them. But during the summers, we actually have pretty good uh, playing conditions because we can play uh, long into the night. Yeah, of course. So we actually make up for lost season by actually playing more yeah. games during... So how long is the season then on an average year? When would so you start? So we start usually in the first week of May. Okay. And then we go until like maybe first week of September. So, 24 hours a day. <laughs> uh, well, you know, again, you know, the, the thing is you, you, uh, cricket, although it's, you know, it's played, the test cricket is played for five days. Uh, all our cricketers are not, uh, you know, well uh, versed in the, in the five day game. So we right. got to, we got to balance it out. And in terms of, I think you touched on this, in terms of this becoming professionalized, so to speak, what is the next step there? So, um, you know, uh, it's taken us a couple of years to kind of organize and, 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 and get a lot of the structure done right. So today we have Iceland Cricket Association, which is the nodal body, which is independent and runs all the tournaments. We are the hosts of the tournaments and each of the five clubs have their own governance structure. That means they have their own boards, Mm. they have their own self-funding, so they actually collect membership fees from their members. And um, so all that had to be done properly. So we've done that most of that. So we are actually now working towards getting recognized within the chain of sport associations in Iceland. That is each council, like the city of Reykjavik, the city of Kopo, they all Mm. have a council. So they need to recognize each of the clubs under them as a cricket playing club. So that process is ongoing. And once all of this is done, we Mm. have to get associate membership with the International Cricket Council. When we do that and Iceland is accepted, then we are invited to play tournaments that is organized by the ICC. Uh, but that being said, you know, the the rules of becoming an associate member mm. has been a moving goalpost. Okay. Because when we started conversation with them, I would say maybe three years back, they said we needed to have eight men, senior men team. We can get away with where, what we have now because each club could have an A and a B team. So mm. it could be classified as, you know, uh, 10 teams. Mm-hmm. But last year when we interfaced with them, they said, oh, uh, it's not enough to have eight senior team. You need to have eight junior team, which is kids, and eight women team. We said, I mean, none of those conditions were put for any of the other countries yeah. that are members. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so 
um, it becomes harder to become a member, a new member of uh, ICC, apparently. Uh, but that being said, you know, we are yes. working through that and, and we'll, well, we'll find a way to yeah. you know, solve that. And it sounds like with the rate of progress that you've made already that you may well find yourself getting to a place where you've got eight junior teams and eight female women's teams as well. At least that's the plan. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah. we what we said is that, okay, if that's the requirement, that's what we'll that's work what we'll towards. <laughs> and, um, it's very Icelandic. I mean, yeah, we'll yeah. just do it then. We'll, we'll just, just you know, it. yeah, you know, we just said, okay, you know, it's it's not a big deal. We'll, we'll find a way to get it done. We, By the way, we've gone from 10, 11 people to about 120 people who play cricket. <laughs> you know, so that's a tenfold increase, right? Yeah, just do another tenfold just increase. Tenfold. You'll be fine. I mean, there are, there are uh, I mean, the nice thing for us is that you know Iceland is uh, such a sports loving country. Mm. You know, people are curious and they want to know what we are doing and they want to participate. And we are actually getting a lot of interest from schools. Okay. Because uh, what happened is some of the schools traveled to England and they went and went and met some of the schools that were there and they saw the cricket pitch and the cricket training that was being conducted within the schools and they said, hey, what is this? And they said, oh, this is cricket. And and when they came back and they learned that we actually play cricket, they reached out to us and said, by the way, we bought all the gear. Can you guys come and teach our kids how to play cricket? And we were mm. like, yes, we will definitely <laughs> we'll do that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask how it fits in with all of those established sports in Iceland, obviously, football is very popular. Handball is mm -hmm. a not uniquely Icelandic experience, but very, very popular in the country. Where does, where does cricket fit in? Is it finding its place with other sports fans and with other sports, do you think? Right. I, I, think, the, the, I think the first target that we have are mostly expat families. You know, people from the Commonwealth countries who moved into Iceland, they understand the sport, they... They understand the charm of it. They understand why this is important. And we think that that's the best way. It's a gateway for us to get Icelanders involved. So we've been inviting people that we know who are Icelanders or interested in the sport to come. You know, it's just like every everything else. If you already have, you know, kind of your mind space uh, associated with some of the other sports. A new sport is just a new thing you need yeah, to learn. Yeah. And cricket is not the easiest of sports that you can learn. So we have been targeting basically kids from the expat families as a training. We have done a couple of youth programs where we run the program. But the, but the, but the clubs, mm. you know, for example, we are in good discussion with some of the big clubs in Iceland, sports clubs, and they are very receptive mm. to the idea to incorporate cricket because they are starting to see a lot more of the expat communities yeah. coming into them. Uh, they all don't play football or soccer or, or handball or basketball, so they they want to offer alternatives to them, and cricket could be one of those For sports. Sure. If someone wants to watch, they want to spectate, can they go along to the matches that will be taking place Absolutely. over the summer? Absolutely. Uh, so we, not only do we um, say, come and watch us play, we actually have live streaming of all our games okay. on YouTube. So uh, again, it's not a very big production. This year, we're planning to change that. So we actually are planning to have three cameras and we plan to do a little bit of production of the games. Uh, but uh, the big idea is that anybody can come and watch. Uh, we share uh, all the scores and everything is uh, done in electronic scoring. So you can watch and follow us on, uh, you know, on the computer, on the mm -hmm. internet, on the phone, pretty much anywhere you want through our Twitter feeds. Yep. 
and uh, again it's it's free to watch so we we uh, we usually host one day which is kind of like the international sports day where we try to invite everyone to come and watch us play cricket mm. and uh, i mean one of the things that i've been proposing to the board and i think we'll probably do that is to kind of make it into kind of like a festival where we would invite food trucks and you know and and kind of make it into kind of like an event mm, a family and, day yeah family yeah, day yeah. something like that and we usually we do it on sundays so it is not like you know it's during the week or anything of that sort so it might be uh, a mm. welcome change well we're sitting here in the middle of february i think this conversation will be published on the roof english podcast service sometime in in mid march mm-hmm. so maybe by the time people are listening to this there'll be another club team <laughs> be a sixth or seventh club team in Iceland, who knows? Um, if you want to head on to Twitter and see some of that social media content that we've been describing as well, where can we find you? Yeah, we are just Iceland Cricket in Twitter. And uh, again, we are Iceland Cricket everywhere. So you can find us in Twitter. You can find us in Facebook, on YouTube. We mm-hmm. have a YouTube channel where we already have all the games that we have played. So if you want to see what Iceland Cricket is about, by the way, the production is not like uh, any of the you know first grade production but it at least gives you a glimpse of uh, what we do uh, it is very competitive uh, we have uh, four clubs that compete very hard and more importantly we now have a national team that we have selected which has been invited to the Baltic Cup by the way, Iceland is the only non-associate member who has been invited to play because of our Twitter persona. <laughs> because we are we are just uh, funny and we are very, you know, sarcastic, but also on on the dot on cricket on analysis point. Yeah, on yeah. point. Yeah. And so they said, "Hey, if you guys are as good as you tweet on the field, You'll be fun to watch, so we should have you. So we've basically been invited to come. So we are mm. actually, we plan to do like a crowdfunding campaign to actually sponsor that uh, trip to Estonia. Okay. And uh, we will be playing against associate members, Estonia, Lithuania, and uh, Iceland, uh, three teams. And uh, the national team, and, and, I've, and I've said this, you know, BBC interviewed me and I told them the same thing. I said, the thing that we love about sports is that it does not matter how big the country is. It does not matter what the training levels are. doesn't matter anything but the 11 people on the field on the day. On the day. On yeah. that day, I think we can hold our ground and compete. And that's all you can ask for. I have never in my life spent 20 minutes talking about or even thinking about cricket. <laughs> But I've enjoyed these 20 minutes very much indeed, Bala. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. That's Bala Kamala Karan, who is the chair of the Icelandic Cricket Association, Cricket Samband Islands. And as you heard there, Icelandic cricket is the handle pretty much everywhere on social media. Get in touch anytime with the Ruv English podcast if you want to say hi. Our email address is english at ruv.is. You're listening to the Ruv English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is English.